everybody, and welcome to another episode of Radio Free Nintendo. And this is the episode where we screw everything up because it's one year of podcasting here at NintendoWorldReport.com. Yes, a year of wild abandons. If you could hear anything in that, that if you could hear anything in that menagerie of people talking over themselves, then you are one astute person. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's been one year, except for every vacation that we've taken every other month because of some sort of crap problem. So yeah, one solid year minus about ten episodes. And the person you're hearing in the background right now is the guy who hasn't done an episode in I don't know how long. It's the man from Oregon, Evan Birchfield. (laughs) Almost a year, maybe, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, hi. Evan, this is the part where you say hello. Because you never shut up. Carl, are you still hosting? (laughs) I believe I am, but some people don't appear to notice. Uh, Evan, this is the part where you say hello. (laughs) There are certain points at which we shut up and let Carl talk. Guys, I I haven't, I'm not used to this whole podcast radio thing, so give me some, give me some slack, okay? Evan, just say hello. (laughs) Oh, hi. (sighs) Also joining us today... Also joining us today is Mike Sklens, who is also a person on this podcast. Mike? <laughs> we seem to be off to a very, very rough start, but I am indeed here once again, and I'm what glad to have Evan Birchfield back, even if he won't shut the hell up. Evan what? likes it rough. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's terrible. And, terrible. and last up... Reviews editor and uh, the darling of all of our hearts, Jonathan Metz. Yeah, I'm <laughs> celebrating our, our one year anniversary with some Cheez Its, which, by the way, is the brand of baked snack crackers, cheese flavored, that is preferred in national taste tests. And, yeah. per, and the official the official cheese snack of Nintendo World Report and Radio Free Nintendo. Please send us free Cheez-Its, Nabisco. I remember Mm. the first time I ever mentioned cheese snacks to Johnny. He actually berated me for eating cheese nips because he said, he said, and I quote, it's like they use mild cheddar instead of real cheddar. I I seem to remember this conversation and I agree. (laughs) How could you? Cheese nips are nasty. So video games, sometimes we talk about them. (laughs) I'd rather talk, I'd rather talk about (laughs) Cheez-Its. Before we before we get along, there are a couple, a couple things that I need to mention. So guys, just kind of this is the part where you all reflect on what I'm saying and don't really interrupt. All right. Silent reflection. First up, yeah, yeah, silent reflection, Evan. The okay. part where you don't talk. Oh. Evan, First you up, should consider all questions this episode rhetorical. <laughs> it's like sleep. It's like being asleep, Evan. That part of the day when you don't talk. Okay, so first up, NintendoWorldReport.com is hiring. So if you've ever wanted to write for us, you can send your applications to jobs at NintendoWorldReport.com. We need a staff writer, a Japanese correspondent, and an Australian correspondent. So if you think you can fit into any of those roles, send in that application. No one actually uh, second lives up, in Australia. That's a big fat baloney. Ben Cosmina was the only person in the whole country. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, All right, and uh, after that, uh, as a last reminder, you have one more week to send in your five minutes of fame. So if you want to be featured on Radio Free Nintendo, record your segment in an MP3 format between one and five minutes and send that to rfn at nintendoworldreport.com. Remember, it can be a review, a news piece, 
or an opinion or slash feature. So there's uh, there's a lot of stuff you can send in. I thought that was going to be the winner was going to be played this week. It was, but then I decided that I didn't like what we had so far, so I decided to extend it. Oh, wow. Snap. Ouch, Cut burn. that out of the podcast. Do not let so, them know. What, what, what I got one that I say is that everybody who has sent one in so far, you all suck. Well, here's hey, the thing. Don't I got, bring your not me. Not me. Down with that. <laughs> I got one application game. that I really liked by that it was this dude who I think he he had like a MySpace band or whatever and the, and I liked his little spot but it was a commercial first of all and secondly it had to do with penile enhancement and I just don't <laughs> think that's kosher for the podcast that's all we ever talk about <laughs> when stands on you the been, program Carl? radio friend radio free penile enhancement that's what we're I don't on. know about you guys but my Wii remote is a direct extension of my penis oh, oh gosh explicit <laughs> Waggle. <laughs> Let's move on. Anyway, yeah, let... where's the nunchuck for that one? Anyway. <laughs> That's for mom. Oh, oh, I this just got This episode owned. is a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mike. First up. Thanks for taking us off track. Because we're so overcome with emotion. Yeah, it's guys, it's been officially <laughs> one year since I first met Mike Sklens and Jonathan Metz. In person in LA has been save amazing. it, Evan, Evan, save Evan, it. Evan, Evan, Evan. We have a segment for this later. Just hold it in. Well, I, what you don't it. understand, Evan, is that back when we started this podcast with just you and me, we didn't really have any sort of like plan or like structure for an episode. But now we actually do. Oh, thanks to me. Okay, I'm so sorry anyway, for screwing so, this up. So speaking of that, uh, you know, that skeleton, that plan that you guys were just talking about, we have actually uh, show notes now. And uh, first up on our show notes today is what we've been playing. Now, Johnny, I spoke to you earlier today, and you said you're, you're playing uh, Spider-Man 3 on the Wii. Now, is it as bad as the movie? I, hey. Watch I actually mouth. really like the movie. But I, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna talk, I, I want to talk about that second. The first game I want to talk mm-hmm. about is the Godfather Black Hand Edition. Oh, okay. Or Pimp Hand Edition, as it's commonly referred to. <laughs> Yamuchi Edition. I rented edition. this, like, uh, five, six days ago, and I've been playing it a lot since then. And I think it is a very good game, actually. I'm working on a review, because EA never sent us a copy. So I rented <clears> it <throat> so I could finally re- review it. Yeah. And um, I think it's damn good. I mean, it's not as deep or as long or as huge as, like, the last GTA game. But mm-hmm. it's... As far as like quality of gameplay, is you know is is in the mechanics of uh, shooting and running around and the mission structure and driving. It's just as good. It's just not quite as much content. The story is actually a lot better because it's based on like one of the greatest movies ever made, obviously. And the way that they you play this kind of nondescript character who um, was not in the movies, but mm-hmm. the the way it works is that because the the Corleone family was like this organization you know that's why they call it organized crime they you know all the events that take place in the movie pretty much have these kind of no-name thugs that are accompanying michael corleone or Sonny or whoever so you kind of play as one of those guys so basically they found a way to kind of shove you into the story of the movie so that you're in pretty much all the key scenes of the movie without mm-hmm. actually changing the plot in fact a lot of the voiceover dialogue is taken directly from the movies and then some of the stuff that's not originally from the movies was done by the the original voice actors, including Marlon Brando. Ooh. And uh, it's the dialogue is. I heard they very cut good. Marlon the Brando out. Actually, excellent. 
I heard that he came no. in to record it, and that it's, he was so he was so old and so crazy that they just it wasn't good enough, and they took it out. <laughs> I remember I'm reading something about that too. Because seriously, really? I mean, Marlon Brando lost exactly it, like it in the eighties. He totally lost it, and he oh, yeah. ever since he's been absolutely nuts. I think it was Apocalypse Now it just warped him. But yeah, I mean, he was, <laughs> he was completely crazy. But um, I don't know if it's not really Marlon Brando, and I and I should check my facts on this before I write the review, and I will. If it's not him, the guy sounds exactly like him. It's very impressive. All the voice acting is excellent. So mm. I'm about to beat it. I'm very, very close to the end of the story. And, of course, there's a lot of stuff you can do after you beat the, the main story. Um, like you can, t- you can take over all the other gangs so that you control the entire city of New York. But the, the main story missions that just take you through the story of the first movie, they only right. take maybe about 10 or 12 hours to get through. So it's, it's kind of like... It's a good length. It's kind of got that like God of War length, you know, like it's a game that even like an older person who doesn't have a lot of free time can buy and play through in a couple weeks. But at the same time, it has a lot of content. It's, it's a very adult game and uh, it's really cool. You know, I was thinking for, for all the people who feel like their Wii is just kind of sitting there and not doing anything and they wish they had like a really good hardcore gamers game. Right. And, you know, maybe Super Paper Mario fit that bill. Maybe it didn't. But if you're already through with Mario or if you didn't have any interest in it, you should check out The Godfather. I think it's very impressive. Cool. It's good stuff. Cool. And then today I got um, Spider-Man 3 for Wii and DS. Um, Activision was a little late in sending out the box copies, but, hell, at least they sent us one. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I've only played the Wii version for, like, 20 minutes because I just got it this afternoon. Yeah. But um, first impressions, I think the the uh, web swinging controls are pretty fun. They're a little confusing, but they they work and they're they're pretty cool. It's kind of what you would expect. It's maybe a little more complicated than what you'd expect. Right. The combat pretty much blows, and that's not a big change from the previous game. <laughs> and uh, the graphics, like. In, in screenshots or just at a glance, they look good for Wii. Right. But there's a lot of glitches to it. I mean, it's mm. really glitchy. Like, you have lighting effects kind of, like, flickering on and off as the camera rotates. You have, like, textures popping in and out. I've heard that. Uh, I've closer. heard the it's popping. Really bizarre the pop-ins stuff. on pretty yeah. much all the systems from what I hear. Yeah, but it's not as yeah. bad yeah. on the 360 version as what, what Johnny's talking about. The 360 version is really nice looking. It's got a huge draw distance. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so Tony's right. Time, so. The Wii version is going to have more problems for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's always a problem with a game weird. that has to hit on like it has to hit on this day, no delays, no no matter what, it has to launch yeah. on the same day as the movie. And if they don't have time to finish it, they don't have time to finish it. Yeah. And with the case of Superman, it came out with the DVD and was still pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's what I've been playing this week. Cool. And uh, Evan, since you are the special guest this week, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? What have I been playing? What haven't I been playing? Well, actually, I haven't been playing much of anything at all until recently, because I heard I was going to be on this uh, this radio cast, and I was like, hmm, perhaps mm. I should start playing video games again. And uh, <laughs> so I, uh, I, I, my friend loaned me Final Fantasy XII. Uh, is, that, mm. is that the one that just came out? Yeah, Final Fantasy XII. Really good. Yeah. Really good game. Really impressed with it, um, loving it a lot, um, and I'm surprised that uh, you know. Uh, of course, we, there was a huge fight on our forums about the with the Nintendo gamers saying, "Oh, it plays itself because Penny Arcade said so." 
because Penny Arcade made that comic back before the game was even released and before they had ever played it. Um, and in honest truth, it's a great game. It's really amazing. Um, and I, I agree. I'm loving it. Um, the other thing that I'm playing, and I cannot believe I waited as long as I did to pick it up, but I just, in the last week, got Super Paper Mario. Um, I've had a busy really? life. Really? Jeez, that game was I, our mascot for like half a year, Evan, and you just got it? I just got I got it a month <laughs> late, and I really feel bad about it, but uh, let me say it was worth the wait. I, I had... I, I'm totally in love with it, um, but I, it's not what I expected at all because, like most people have said, it's more Paper Mario than it is Super Mario. So as a result, it's got this really incredible um, – it's this really incredibly slow gameplay. As you're playing it, it's like it's like you're like, okay, action, 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 stop, explore, look around, okay, action, 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 and it's just stop and go, stop and go because of that. Um and I, I like the way it, it treats spatial dimension, the way it, it, it forces you to re-examine everything. And I, I think it's kind of a postmodern video game as a result because it's really about video games. And, Here we go. And it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, never mind. But <laughs> the, whole, wah, wah, wah. the whole point is that it's, it's about video games. It's not about anything other than itself. And it, it takes the, the idea of being in a two-dimensional realm and says, well, what does that really look like? It, it would be impossible. Um, and I love the way it treats Oh, it. Evan, I know. Miyamoto is such a transcendentalist. He's just... <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Anyway, continue. The philosopher king. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Anyways, so you like Super Mario. Yeah, no, I, I think it's real good. Not what I expected. I, I think I agree a lot with CYP's score um, and, and most of his review. So it, it, for overall, really good game. Um, I would say for its, 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 um, for its unique way of looking at a video game world and of being self-referential i would give it i would give it a style points graphically with the dialogue just the way the gameplay works style points mm. so yeah okay and uh mike i know you got something to talk about because finally, you recently bought a new console finally got to me uh, i bought more than a new console i went out last week and bought a 32 inch uh lcd hd tv and an xbox 360 so I've been playing a Traitor. lot. I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, I've also been playing Pokemon still. Still lots oh, of Pokemon. Yeah, of I've got seven gyms down, one to go, plus the Elite Four, and you know the million other things to do in that game. <laughs> Seriously. And then I've been playing. I'm on. I'm on Pokemon vacation. I've been. I've been <laughs> playing. Uh, I've. I've. I've gone on Paper Mario vacation and lent it to my friend. Because Isn't there a game called been... Pokemon Vacation? <laughs> <laughs> I bet that a, Pikachu's, Pikachu's magical vacation to Ice Cream World or something. <laughs> well, Evan, if, if anyone would know about it, it'd probably be Actually, you. Pokemon Snap is pretty much a vacation, and Pokemon Snap is a masterpiece. But yep. So, yeah. We talked about it before. That's what I've been playing, and then next week my answer will be I have only been playing Halo 3. Wah, wah, wah. So are you, you got Crackdown? Yeah, I borrowed Crackdown from my friend and actually enjoyed it so much that I went out and bought my own copy and I figured, hey, I also get into Halo 3 beta next week, so why the hell not? If I had a 360, that's one of the first games I would it's buy. Really, it's it uh, really cool. It's, like, it's very new. Like The game is very new, but it's very, very, like, it just feels kind of old school and just the way that like you just run around and, you know, fight bad guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that all you've been playing? Yeah, that's, I mean, I've been playing, that's it. And I've been playing a lot of Uno on Xbox Live, actually. <laughs> Which is somehow surprisingly addicting. Why am I not surprised? Anyway. Hey, you know, Mike, mm. when they, whenever they, well, actually, they, they do have the 360, uh, the camera, I know. Now. So maybe you could play Strip Uno 
Yeah. <laughs> everyone yeah, I see online sure with the camera a... looks like a. Everyone I see online with the camera just looks like I don't know. Um, I guess we're gonna tag this explicit, but everyone I see just looks like a giant douche. <laughs> it's always like frat guy X with his cap on backwards and like leaning back on the couch, and he's just being an asshole. I'm and just I leaning back on the couch, everyone. drinking some Coors, playing me some Uno, whatever. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's it's, it's hey. what I see whenever anyone's on the camera. It's just some asshole frat guy drinking beers and <laughs> cursing at you and calling you calling you like you know a homosexual and that's all it is i end up muting you, practically everybody you don't know anything about uno you don't know anything about the magical oh, cards of uno draw four bitch like, that's all it is it's stupid that's a wild card yeah, oh that's a wild card uh, and reverse. so next up uh, is me on on what I've been playing, and uh, <laughs> no I feel I feel like I... <laughs> you know Evan, I can't boot you from this podcast at any time. Yeah, but but then you'd have to start over, and you complained about wanting to go to bed because you go to bed at nine p.m. because you're a baby. So I go to bed at ten thirty like a reasonable adult. Okay, <laughs> you're in high school. <laughs> reasonable Whatever. adults. I've been a reasonable adult for three years, and I have not gone to bed before twelve o'clock since I got out of high school. So how's that? Well, I am still in high school, so shove it. <laughs> I'm out of anyway. college, and I don't go to bed till like eleven, bare minimum. Well, you're you know a delinquent. So Carl, <laughs> yeah. What, what have I been playing? Uh, more of the same from me, actually. Uh, lots of Pokemon, and one thing I really want to I really want to say about Pokemon is that. There really, there still isn't really a story, but I did notice that the inve- uh, the adventuring elements that have been in the game are a little more prominent. And um, like for example, right now I'm at the part where, uh, spoiler alert. Although I don't really know if you can do spoilers for Pokemon. Um, <laughs> it is uh, the t- same game. Spoilers. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> True that. <laughs> spoiler alert. So like we're spoiler Team Galactic. Alert, it's just like uh, every other Pokemon game ever. Spoiler. <laughs> Where Team Galactic sets off the bomb at those three lakes. Dude, you just spoiled that for me. Oh. I'm not there yet. What? Really? <laughs> no. I'm not there yet either. Okay, well, whatever. Well, and, uh, and like, basically, there's this part where you're, where you're like, what's going on at this lake? You have to get over there quickly. So, you're like, so you, you know, you get on your Pokemon, you fly over to that town, and then you have to trek through this, like, ridiculously arctic place where, like, you, there's, like all, there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, blizzard effects and ice effects, and it actually looks really, really good. And it just has a very, like... I ha- I'm hesitant to call it epic, but it felt that way. Well, that's where I am right now, but I haven't gotten to the lake stuff yet. Yeah, the lake stuff is really cool. So you will enjoy it when you get there. And uh, other than that, Smash Brothers, because uh, I mentioned last week that my that since I don't really do anything at school now, we have Smash Brothers tournaments. <laughs> and uh, I thought I thought you know I was hot shit, you know I thought I was doing pretty well, but then this uh, this these two guys walked in. And they're like, oh, we want to play, and they t- they because we do uh, team based stuff, so it's two on two. And these guys just wrecked everybody. It was like, it's like at the beginning of an anime where the hero thinks he's all cool and stuff, and then he gets shut down. That's basically what <laughs> yeah, it was for me. Yeah, that reminds me of so like you many s- animes I've seen, actually. Do you, guys, uh, do you guys play with items and everything, or are you like pure? No, no, no. It's pure, I well, I don't really care. I'd rather play with items, but everyone else likes to play with no items. Yeah, everyone, so really everyone else is lame. Items, it's not Smash Brothers Smash Brothers. Items. It's not. It really isn't. But anyway, so hey, so Carl, have I ever told you my story about the Nintendo World Store in New York and playing Smash Brothers? No. Did you get shut down? No, it's a really good story. Okay, it's real. I'll tell it quickly. Uh, okay. So 
Rick Powers and I were in New York for a WrestleMania thing. Mm-hmm. Well, THQ uh, flew us up there. Okay, so this this, this story's like funny already. WrestleMania. What? I'm sorry. WrestleMania already funny. Yeah. Yeah, I d- I actually didn't go. I gave my ticket to Rick and he went because he actually oh. cares about that stuff. Oh, I just okay. went because I wanted to go to New York. So we went to the Nintendo World store, of course. I think yeah, that was like actually back then it was the Pokemon Center store. Mm-hmm. So it was right before it changed. So we went in there and we're looking around. Um, it, it, the, the the lower floor was all Pokemon stuff. It was really frightening stuff, and I was scared of it. So we went, we went upstairs, and they had a game room, and it was like a bunch of GameCube set up, and you could play stuff. And they had some Game Boy games on Game Boy Player also. So there, one of the stations was a four-player setup for Smash Brothers Melee, and these kids were playing it. And I walk over there, and I say, hey, can I get in the next game? And they're like, yeah, okay. These kids are like 9 or 10. Oh, Johnny. And, you know, I'm, I'm 20 or 21 years old. So I wait and I pick up the controller and I played with Ness and they laughed at me when I picked Ness. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to get it. <laughs> so I totally mopped the floor with these kids. I mean, I was doing I was doing Ness's move where you like jump up and like smack somebody with your ass and it sh- and there's a sparkle that comes out and all that stuff, you know. Totally blew them away. Like barely used any special powers even. It's just all his smashes and everything are awesome. So anyway, I totally wiped the floor with these kids, and they're all like, wow. And I took the controller, and I threw it down on the ground and walked away. <laughs> no, no, and before Rick you... Powers was a witness to this, so you can no. ask him if you don't believe me. No, before you did it, did you yell <laughs> Before you did it, did you yell sexual chocolate and then just slammed it on the ground? No, I didn't say anything. You're so awesome, Johnny. (laughs) That is the funniest thing I have heard. Oh, my gosh. What can I say, Johnny? You're a classy guy. I know. Yeah, oh, my gosh. You schooled those 10-year-olds. It was awesome. I showed them who's boss. (laughs) Anyway, so, so we've been having these. How do I even follow that? We've been having these uh, these Smash Bros tournaments, and uh, so these these kids come pretty come in and mop the floor with everybody. And uh, so I've been tr- I was I've been training all week. No lie, like I've been going to a friend's house and we've just been playing against each other for like freaking hours. And I've gotten pretty good. My character is Young Link, and uh, getting pretty good. Um, so this week I should be able to test my skills, and uh, I'll have a report on that for the next podcast, I guess. That about wraps us up for what we've been playing. We've already hit like 20 minutes. This is going to be a long podcast, fellas. So, Let's segment show one, started. community. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a funny thing because for, uh, for, for listeners who don't know what we're talking about, the way I set up my show notes, I have, uh, I have, I have it split up into four, into four sections. I've got introduction, introduction and then three segments. And for, we just finished introduction. So, so it's going to be a long pretty much, ride. Pretty much we're going to be here for four hours. Pretty much. Next up, we've got Community. And first part of Community is, as always, Virtual Console Monday's Late Edition. <laughs> first up, <laughs> on the Nintendo the Entertainment System, Mighty Bomb Jack, which <laughs> was not recommended. Hmm? This was a crap week, hmm? so let's just skip yeah. it, please. Okay, Mighty Bomb Jack, Ordine on the Triple Graphics 16, recommend for fans, and Final Fight on Super Nintendo, not recommended for anyone, except for Chiron. 
Does, it, does anyone really care? Yeah. Does anyone have anything to say about these games that we oh, really hey, don't listen recommend up. many I have play? to object to Johnny's uh, recommended for fans on Legend of the Mystical Ninja. The game was a Evan, classic, Evan, and he Evan, doesn't That was like about. two Evan, weeks ago. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did sorry, Evan. Statute of Limitations is passed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and, I played that. I played and you that disagree game back with my ass- just again, assessment I'm, I'm that the controls that are very classic. awkward and frustrating in the town parts. I played it with are the classic. Are you playing classic. it uh, with a classic controller or, or with the game? Yeah, the, the depth perception, because the, the town parts are like okay. isometric. The depth um, perception my... is way weird. The jumping and everything is really strange. The side-scrolling parts are better, but you have to go through all this other crap to get to them. And it's not a bad game. I mean, but it, but it's also not nearly as funny well, as... All I have to say is... It's just... No, it's just not... Is, it just uh, doesn't have the same appeal parts. of, like, the N64 games, which had really goofy, funny translations and great music and things like that. Well, I really hope that there aren't people that are going to miss out on such a classic gaming experience because bad games exist, and there are many good things to be found from bad games. And This game doesn't even reach into bad games. It has some... Like, uh, there's a lot of games that have bad controls. Bad controls, to me, people treat it as, like, the biggest thing. Oh, crap, there's bad controls... Not a good game. Well, I think that's I think that's crap. I Johnny's the guy who hated Resident Evil until Resident Evil Four. I'm the guy who loved it until Resident Evil Four, and then I liked it just as much. Evan, so would you see a movie? So listen, wait, 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 wait. Would you see a movie? <laughs> by, would you see a movie shot by a guy who did not know how to operate a camera? That's what bad controls well, are. Okay, no, no, no. Oh. That's not. That's not. That's, uh, you cannot compare it. I could compare it to a director deliberately not emphasizing a specific part of a movie, like bad writing no, no, no. or but bad guys, acting. Guys, remember deliberately including those things. Bad cinematography. That's what bad controls are. Evan, Evan does like it. <laughs> Evan does like it when people can't operate a camera. Thus, he likes Born Supremacy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you don't have to get so let's. Okay. <laughs> so no, listener no. mail. We've got a letter here from a guy named Ed, and he says, Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, man, that is a funny hi, guys. Okay. That's a great letter. Okay. <laughs> That's a good letter. You know what's total bull? Resident Evil 4 Wii Edition is selling in New Zealand for 100 New Zealand dollars. Convert that to U.S., and it's $74. I don't understand what's with these price increases. Why do games cost more in PAL regions? Are we paying the translators' wages? Well, New Zealand and Australia do not need French or German languages. I import all of my DS games because I end up saving twenty to thirty dollars for each one. That sucks. But I can I wow. can explain That's bull, part man. of it. Well, part of it yeah. definitely comes down to the shipping costs mm-hmm. because there aren't the shipping routes between Japan and America yeah. are very very well established. They're not so well established between Japan and New Zealand. Yeah, or Japan and Germany. I mean, they're just not. Are the PAL are yeah. the PAL games even even manufactured in Japan? Probably, yeah. Probably not. I don't know. Really? I mean, they're. I think so. I, do you really think they have a disc pressing plant for Wii games in New Zealand? Probably, actually, yeah. You're probably right. Probably yes. Right. No, I mean, but I mean, but they might have one in <laughs> Europe. Uh, I'm sure, somewhere. Sure, they yeah. have one probably in actually probably in Germany because that's where Nintendo Europe is is based. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, the okay. shipping, right, yeah. shipping something from uh, Europe to New Zealand is not cheap. No. Except... There's pirates and shit. And the other part is that they hate <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's too that's And then on some level, so don't there buy is it. also some sort of software conversion for getting it to run on PAL systems, which I'm sure costs some amount of money. Some, yeah. Also, yeah, it's so just seriously, dude, if you... 
the superiority of any any uh, country or nation that does is not ruled by a monarch. I think that, that has a lot to do with the U.S.'s lower prices. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so no? don't buy it, dude. Don't don't no? support that ridiculous price structure. No, Evan. No, no, no. Oh. And that actually ties up our ends for uh, community. See how which fast means we got time through that. Make... We're yeah, yeah, only thirty this. minutes. We can do it. Uh, so next up, we've got the news, and there's so much news, and I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it anyway. So see you after this commercial break. Hi, this is Jason Ritchie, and you're listening to Radio Free Nintendo. Okie doke, folks. You know, E3 didn't happen this week because it's been postponed to July for a crappier edition, but we still have news. We still have tons and tons of news, probably more news than we've ever had it in seems that, not uh, E3. It seems that the video game industry has forgotten that E3 was not this week because they've released just as much information as they normally do this week of the year. So much news. And uh, first up, you guys probably remember Rygar on the NES or the arcade or perhaps the, even the PS2. The PS2 version's awesome. Yeah. And uh, a new Rygar game has been announced as a Wii exclusive and will introduce new characters and storylines. But you still get disc armor. Yeah. Yeah. The dude looks pretty badass. That's what makes that's Rygar Rygar. Part. Yeah. This, he looks pretty cool. This I, is going to be all sweet. We, all we've seen so far is like a little teaser trailer and uh, some character art, but it looks cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear more. I'm hyped. I, I love Rygar. I love the NES version. I love the PS2 game. I'm yeah. ready for more. And uh, also from Tecmo, they sort of stealth announced a new Tecmo Bowl for a quote-unquote surprising but unknown platform. Any guesses as to what the platform is? NTT Docomo mobile phones. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Ouch, I shut that down. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking DS. DS seems likely to me. That could be. Yeah. I actually would rule out the phone because they actually have already released Tecmo Bowl on mobile phones a couple years ago. Interesting. So yeah, Tecmo Bowl. We'll have more for you as stuff happens. Unless they announce it for some Um, other platform, in which case we won't. Maybe it's for the original Xbox. (laughs) Maybe it's for Dreamcast. That would be very surprising. Splorgenborg. Anyway. (laughs) 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 Uh, next up, Nintendo wins Japan again. Uh, Golden Week sales show a lot. Yeah, Nintendo has the Golden Week sales charts from Media Create show Gold, uh, the top twenty one games. Uh, thing uh, Golden Week yeah. is like a whole basically weeks worth of holidays in Japan, so, so there's lots yeah. of consumerism associated with it. It's a, I would say it's the equivalent to like the holiday season in America, right? Kind yeah, of. it's like Thanksgiving they also weekend. Have, they also have Christmas over there. Freaking Japanese people. But yeah, this is sort of like their Black Friday time, I guess you could say. We should still Golden Week, and that way we'll have the same holidays. Sweet. Anyway, so yeah, top 21 games are all on Nintendo systems, and 42 games out of the top 50 are on Nintendo systems. Good lord. And uh, yeah, the hardware numbers are as follows. Up at the top, Nintendo DS, 285,192 units. In a single week. That's over a quarter million. In one week. Who's that's... left in Japan to buy them? I don't understand it. Grandmothers. That's all I'm going to say. And children under the age of four. Yeah. Some people just need four of them. Yeah. <laughs> one for the office, one for the train, one for home. No, I heard yeah, some... it's not a portable system. 
I, I heard somewhere that at this point, something like 10 to 15% of every single person in Japan, Japan owns a Nintendo has DS. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> broken mold. That's the kind of penetration are, that a, you only dream about. It's not a small country. Yeah. Yeah. 128 million people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, after the DS comes the Wii with selling not as much, but still a respectable 101,320 units. Mm-hmm. That's a very good. much a lot still. Yeah, still it's a lot in one week. week. Yeah, in one week. Go down the list um, and you'll next... see how much that was compared to its competition. Yeah, <laughs> next up, uh, the PSP. A severe drop down to 35,172, which is uh, quite a bit less than the DS. <laughs> just a, just, a, just a tad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then another drop to PS2 selling 14,815 units. So... You know, but hey, but it's a last gen system. We don't really expect it to sell like gangbusters anymore. Good for you, PS2. Dude, PS2 is now gen. <laughs> it's, it's it's new-ish gen for for at least a, a couple more months. Yeah. Uh, after that comes the PS2. yeah. Well, after that comes the sob story, which is of course the PS3 selling a measly twelve thousand nine hundred seventy-four no, units. No, 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 no. That is not the sob story in Japan. Move on to the next stat. <laughs> no, this, the next step is not a sob story because no one expects the next system to do well in Japan. <laughs> well, the next system is the Xbox 360, which only sold 3,205 units. All to people, all to people I, I who wish went that this to is not stores a and they were sold out of Nintendo DSs and Wiis and that was all that was left. That's all that I was. really wish we had TYP on so he could throw up that baby uh, cry... Um, MP3 no, that he I'm had. I'm really the, glad the that MPDs. we don't, so he can't. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor GYP. Next up comes the GBA, selling 653 units. To who? I don't know, but somebody. Now I have to ask how many of those were micros. <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> why you, why you hating on the micro? I, I have to ask that every time, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, we're gonna yeah. have a, we're gonna be having a NPDs next week. So Nintendo's all about innovation, so they make the freaking GBA Micro piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last up on the list is the GameCube, selling three hundred ninety four units. Yeah, which who needs to buy one anymore? I guess it's because they don't have Wii's, and so they bought with J- GameCube Zelda. There are probably bootleg versions of Wii Sports that they can play. <laughs> On GameCube? Yeah, where the GameCube is using the C-Stick. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, moving I, on I remember to the... When the... I remember, like, back in, like, 99, I heard reports of people beating Sonic Adventure with the Dreamcast fishing rod. Yeah, I, I, I reported of a guy beating Soul Calibur on, like, the most difficult setting with the, with the fishing rod. That's awesome. Anyway, That's it's kind crazy. of related, but not really, so go on. <laughs> kind of. Uh, next up, the IGDA, that's the International Game Developers Association of Japan, says that developers are shifting focus towards Wii and no. away from next-gen systems Surprise. like PS3 and Xbox 360. I almost said 50. <laughs> <laughs> so this is good news for, for you and me's. Yeah. Get it? I said me's. Get it? Get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, right. that's real funny. Next. <laughs> What, yeah, we're not going to say anything about that? No, no one Nothing? cares. They're, they're, no one making, cares. Everybody's making games for the Wii, except for a few select developers. Most of them are American, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, fine. Uh, well, here me. is a game from a here's a game from a Japanese developer who is now making a game for a Wii. 
Namco is making Soul Calibur Legends for the Wii, an exclusive third-person action game designed for Wii, and it looks like Siegfried, and not in nightmare form, if you know your Soul Calibur, will star in the game, which is cool. This could be cool, but it could be um, bad. It, it could, could be, be Virtual Fighter <laughs> yeah. Cyber Generations. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. It's exactly what Final I was thinking. Final Fantasy, the Vincent game, the third-person Final Fantasy game. Oh, a Dirge of Cerberus? Oh, yeah. Dirge of Gameplay is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Mortal Kombat Mythologies. Yeah, exactly. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. Hey, 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 I like that game. It's a freaking okay? awesome game because it's so bad, it's fun. There's not been a fighting game franchise that has really completely successfully translated itself into any other genre. Okay, okay. I agree. I got one. I got one. I got one. Death by Degrees. Shut up, dude. <laughs> First of all, you didn't even play that game. And if you did, you wouldn't be saying that. <laughs> okay, but didn't they, make, didn't they make Final Fight? Well, I guess it doesn't count as a fighting game. You know, the no. only one... I think the only one that counts is... Smash Brothers Melee Adventure Mode. <laughs> that's the closest. That's, that's the closest, that's the closest you, you can get. Except it's just as lame as all the other ones we've been talking about. So, oh, oh. I'm sorry. The problem happen. is there's only one. There's only one go through. It's the same no matter what character you use. If it yeah. changed, it would actually be cool. I mean, the, no, the, a lot of the levels was, and stuff are cool, but the gameplay. No, none of the levels were cool. They were all boring. They all didn't. You didn't do anything. It's like, oh, Evan, there's a I bunch want of... you to die. <laughs> well, that, the only reason you want me to die is because you were like, like 18 years old when you first got Super Smash Brothers on the Wii or on the GameCube, and you probably played that adventure mode with every character on every difficulty, and now you hate me. I bet that's the only reason why. Next up, ouch. <laughs> well, am I wrong? Am I wrong? It, I was 19. Years <laughs> <laughs> first of all, so you are and... wrong. <laughs> all right, all righty, ready, 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 and uh, our last news story of this, the day. Wait, can we just state that this really, on some level, kind of isn't news? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what? Okay, all right. Let's go through it. <laughs> Square what? is remaking Final Fantasy IV yes. again. Yes. Now in 3D yes. and on DS. But really, it's no news that Square is remaking a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, no, it's not, dude. It's not at hey. all. Excuse me, they are remaking the best Final Fantasy game. Oh, go Says take use. your sob story somewhere else, Johnny. Uh, hey, your Final I'm Fantasy excited. IV. No, I think it's great. I think it's great too. But Final Fantasy IV, you 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 you're in a you're in a small camp. That those that believe that Final Fantasy IV is the best Final Fantasy game. <sighs> so they're right? making it Am I again. right, or does <laughs> no one else agree with me that Final Fantasy IV is not the best? Silence. <sighs> Square's remaking Final Fantasy IV again in 3D on DS. No one knows if it's going to be good, but well, it's on DS and it's Final Fantasy hopefully IV, so it can't be that bad. it's better than Final Fantasy III on DS, but whatever. Well, they've got better source mm. material. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, true. That's exactly. true. true. And That's we'll, why we'll I'm excited. Cinematics and stuff, and that'll be fun. Yeah. And uh, I, I do believe that actually wraps us up for the news. That was quick. That was too quick almost. That's yeah, because the news quick, isn't well. interesting. Yeah, I mean, who talks about news anymore? Exactly. <sighs> this is a feature-rich podcast, man. We don't talk about news. We talk about ourselves, and then we make jokey jokes. And that's what we're doing. <laughs> Carl, you just nailed it, man. Yeah, is that, that, is that, is that hip slang? That's great. That's really great. We make with the jokey jokes, and that's what we're going to do when we get back from this other commercial break. 
where stuff might happen at some point, at some place, when we come back. So, when we come back, it's retrospective. One year of Radio Free Nintendo. You don't want to miss it, because if you do, you might get gonorrhea. <laughs> to another edition of Master Wii Theatre. This week's feature presentation is Elements. Just one more story. I promise I'll go to sleep after that. Okay, I'll read just one more, but then it's off to sleep. My name is Kai, and I hate Elements. My mom and dad study Elements, and they love them even more than me. Elibits came from a great big bolt of lightning. It struck years and years before you were even born, Kai. They've been friends with people for a long, long time. I wish there was no such thing as lightning. Then I bet the Elibits would have never shown up. And if there were no Elibits, Mom and Dad would take me out to an amusement park or something, right? Hey, everything's gone dark. What do I do now? I don't know what happened, but the whole town is in a panic. Mom and Dad rushed over to their research lab and left me at home. But I don't care. My favorite show will be on TV soon. Huh? Why doesn't the TV work? Oh, that's right. Dot dot dot. Electricity and cars only work because of elibits, you know. You wouldn't even be able to watch TV without them. So, I guess this is all the elibits' fault. But I don't want to pick them up with my bare hands, dot dot dot. I know, I'll use Dad's capture gun. Thank you for listening. This has been yet another edition of Master Wii Theater. And we're back for a feature. Like we've said multiple times in this episode, this is the one-year anniversary of Radio Free Nintendo. Hooray! And, uh... I was not the one of the original cast. I was a uh, a season two edition. I was put in for May sweeps actually. You were the but, understudy. Um, yeah, I was the understudy, oh, and I've grown. Yeah, November sweeps. <laughs> November sweeps. Yeah. As they were. It was were. a two man show uh, when so... we started. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. So well, we should go over. Why don't we, start... we, should, we should go over the start of before the podcasting existed. How did we come up with yes. this idea? Well, please explain, Mike. Or well, yeah, Mike, yeah, Mike. Not, not you, Evan. I don't want to hear you. <laughs> I'll tell you my version. Well, after. Um, Evan, Evan, and Evan had met myself and Johnny at, uh, and you know, pretty much the rest of everybody else at E3 last year, and uh, he wouldn't shut up, and I don't <laughs> shut up. Like normally, I'm I'm very talkative, and I tend to also not shut up. And at one point, I had spouted out the idea of maybe uh, Evan and I, since neither of us can shut the hell up about anything, maybe we should get on, you know, the internet, get on Skype, and just record some stuff and, like, do a podcast of just us talking about games, about Nintendo. And then I threw that, that at Johnny. That was pretty much the genesis of it. And he was like, yeah. But it actually, I remember, it was a very specific, I wanted to make it part of our E3 anecdotes, a very specific moment where we were in Daniel Bloodworth's car. It was the entire crew crowded in, or at least most of the crew. I think TYP might have been driving his own car. But the uh, what happened was, we were talking about Mother, and I really wanted Mother oh, 3. I really, really, really <laughs> wanted Mother 3 to be coming to America. And we were talking about this and discussing this, and then Mike from the back, this is just an example of what kind of conversations we got to have. Mike from the back says, Mother sucks, everybody likes it's dumb. I'm like, what? Mother sucks? We're like, and everybody immediately was like, you're so late. When we started I had saying, the entire... 
The entire car turned around and looked at me and like, the entire you car was insane. like, you're so totally stupid. And then he went through it on, on one hand. And by the time he had like five points, right? He was preparing to go through it. By the time he was on a second point, we were like, shut up, shut up. You're totally dumb. And Daniel Bloodworth is a, a quiet man. He appreciates it when we don't argue in his car. So in order to battle this, he turned up the volume on his radio as loud as he possibly could so that we would all stop talking and we just yelled over it. It was pretty much the best moment ever for us. I still, to this day, believe that Mother is not as good of a franchise as everyone says it is. Everyone is wrapped up in the fact that it doesn't come out and it's like the biggest fanboy game ever. I'm sorry. Mike, you know you're wrong. When you say this in the van, and 12 other people crammed into this van look up from their DS lights where they were just drawing crude pictures of penises and sending them to people in TYP's car 20 yards away on the freeway. And they, they, they look at you incredul- incredulously, and Evan turns around and just says what we're all thinking, which is, what is wrong with you? Why do you hate love? It's got a shitty battle system. That's why I hate love. Oh, One of the star men is totally going to kill you. Yeah. No, totally. It was, it, was, it was a great moment. But we had other moments like that, too, throughout the, throughout the period where throughout E3. And I, I just have to say, E3, it's been one year. I told you this at the beginning of the cast. It's been one year since I actually very first met Jonathan. I've known Jonathan through the internet for years because we've been working on websites together for a long time. For like 10 years It's now. nearly 10, yeah, it's, it's, which is yeah. weird. It's really strange. It's more like nine <laughs> right now. But uh, And then Mike, Mike, I had just met, met a few months prior because I had just been hired. And uh, Mike and I uh, just kind of were, we just hit it off as much as, as much as I hit it off with anybody else. And it, the, the entire time, as soon as we heard that E3 was canceled, the very first thing that Pale, who was also a new hire at the time, Mike Gaiman, the first thing he said when, when they said that is, man, I loved E3 and I loved being with these guys and now there's not going to be another E3. And that's yeah, I didn't that I, is that is the tragedy of E3. I don't really yeah. care that I'm not going to get to play all these games or well even if there was E3 I probably wouldn't be going anymore because of my work schedule. Sure. But the biggest tragedy of E3 is that I do not get to see you guys every year. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. And I did that for 5 years. Yeah, Johnny's been doing it for for what? Six. 7? I went for 7 years. 7 years. I'm just for 5. That's it, really. Yeah, incredible. I'll miss it too. <laughs> yeah, you never went, Carl. Yeah, and Carl never even gets to experience the joy and wonder of E3 of yeah. waking up at six in the morning to go stand on your feet all day and yeah. be assaulted from every direction with in every possible sense. I was so hyped up after every day of the show that when I got home and we we would hang out for a couple hours in Johnny and Mike's room because they shared a room we would we would hang out in there until 12 and I would always stay past my welcome and then you would kick us all (laughs) out and then I would go back to my apartment I would play my DS or I would watch TV I could not go to sleep until about 3 a.m. every night and then I had to be up at 6 or 7 in order to get there and go again and I seriously was working off of four three to four hours of sleep every day for that entire week uh it was a beautiful week it was really, it was really amazing because that adrenaline and the feeling of camaraderie and being with, being with it's friends. It's the most awesome and terrible week of my life at the same time. Yeah, I agree. And coming That's home is so it. awful. Coming home, you just and look try around. planning it. Jeez. Yeah. You think it's terrible, dude? Try being in charge of fifteen people up there and 
trying to like organize all that stuff. It's yeah. a nightmare, but imagine. it's also really beautiful when it all comes together and it works out. And, yeah. and it came together every year, so. And we got Pretty to much, do some yeah. amazing things too. We got to um, interview, you guys got to interview some uh, really, really important people with Super Mario Galaxy, with um, with the uh, uh, WarioWare games. Uh, you got to, we got to talk with, we got to try and get a scoop on Trauma Center on Wii. We did a pretty good job getting some new details on that game. Um, yeah, and we all got to sit in the Kodak Theater. Yeah, yeah, and we got in to like the, the third row. I have a picture of my seat because I every time I look at that picture, I think, wow, at some point, some famous person's ass has been in this seat. Yeah, also my ass. It was probably Peter Jackson's <laughs> ass, not not anybody really cool. They sh- they put him in the corner. <laughs> Whatever, dude. He directed the Frighteners. <sighs> Anyway, no, the Kodak so Theater. A, was good as for the, the actual podcast, maybe. Oh yeah, what happened with the podcast? Well, when we oh, when it, it that. so yeah, that was just the genesis, and then like a couple weeks later, Evan and I started recording them. Yeah, and we mm-hmm. didn't have a format. We just talked. I kept c- trying to come up with features, and Mike was like, "No, that's dumb." And so we just <laughs> we just went. We chatted, talked. It was always about a half hour, and uh, yeah. what mm-hmm. it ended up being was that uh, you know. We don't give you any solid information. We rarely get our facts right. Um, we generally <laughs> propagate all kinds of false rumors. Um, but and, talk, and also talk about Super Paper Mario. Talk about Super Paper Mario with no basis because we never played it and we didn't have any details on it, just screenshots. Yeah. And all we, we had talked to like two people at Nintendo, and that's where we learned that you could flip the game, the perspective yeah. at any point, and that was like that was all we knew about Super Paper and Mario. We got that and we had, scoop like, you know, too. That and a thirty-second video clip, and that was it. We got pretty good and scoops we went on, on Super that Paper Mario for like two months. For months, for months, yeah. it was terrible. Yeah. But uh, the in the end, the podcast, even though it's all these terrible things, like misinforming the populace and and making sure that dis- <laughs> that uh, that uh, bad news and and uh, erroneous facts are spread and propagated, it was still uh, really fun to listen to. So I agree. Yeah, that's and what I'm it, sure there's millions of people out there. Well, not millions, but I'm sure there's millions, tens people of people. Who to the show tens of people are out there listening to thinking, us right now. Yeah, but there are people <laughs> you know, out there who favorite, obviously think we've gone to the shitter since it stopped being the 30 minute Evan and I talking about nothing and went to an hour long with a structured format. But yeah, whatever. Well, because well, here's the genesis of that story because this is the part where I get to talk. Oh, oh boy. Hey, but Carl, Anyways. before you get into that, let me. I yeah. have a story. I have. A, I want to call out an early memory of of the podcast oh, that I still sure. cherish. And this was back when Evan and Mike were doing it, and I was uh, at the time finishing my master's thesis and and moving out of of my old school and and moving to Colorado. So I was kind of in this transition period, and that whole summer was really weird for me. And the podcast was one of my great thrills because like. If you ever write a thesis, it's like one of the worst times in your life, Base, It's like two <laughs> months of just, uh, and you're at school for 18 hours a day, and you don't get to do anything, and you like, it's, it's terrible. I ruined a whole summer doing it. But anyway, so the podcast was like my, my thrill of the week, and um, <laughs> my favorite memory from that, from that era, if you can call it an era, it was like a month, was, um, was, Evan, was Evan talking about Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> which he had just reviewed and and talking about Shadow's like bizarro existential crisis <laughs> at the end and all this crazy time traveling and quantum physics type craziness that happens at the end and there's this one ending where you go back in time and shoot Dr. Robotnik with a gun and kill him <laughs> and Shadow says 
I'm gonna send you to hell, Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> and the way Evan told this is so classic. I hope people will go back and listen to that. Yeah, it's like in the so, teens or so it's like episode seven or eight. In the news story, we'll have to. Uh, in the news story, we'll have to link to that to that yeah. podcast. Yeah, go ahead and link to it. Yeah. I loved I loved it when um, when Mike went on and on and on about the cinema of Yui Bowl and how Yui Bowl was going to uh, was going to fight well, there was anybody. A point, yeah, there well, yeah. there was a point at which um, my my former college roommate Dan Dormer, who records for Player One podcast and uh, does some writing for One Up, he uh, he had you know he was on he was on a campaign to like you know post as much shit about Yui Bowl as he possibly could so he could get on the list of people to fight him. <laughs> And that was a yeah. that was a good couple of weeks on the podcast right there. <laughs> yeah, updates of it was. whether or not my roommate fun. is going to fight UA Bowl. Yeah, right. But uh, so as for you know how uh, the podcast got to be as it is now, how it came to evolve from the loose format that Mike and Evan had uh, come up with. Basically, uh, I had been a fan of the podcast, even though I had never been invited here um, to be on it. <laughs> it's an exclusive but, club. Yeah, yes. it's an exclusive. And we're all made time. up of people who will actually do it. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I had been a, I had been a fan, but I wanted to record my own. I felt I felt I felt left out, actually. And that's I, how you and felt at, at the pretty time, much all your life. To, huh? Come on, now, don't be a dick. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, so. So just, just saying. Anyway, but uh, so I, I, I was, I've been talking to Stan, and I don't remember why, but we got, we got to talking about gaming journalism, which is always a weird topic, especially with me. Cause and because it's, because um, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's just a bullshit conversation anyway. That like it, it makes for good talking. And so, uh, <laughs> Did you say that. And so, oh yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, I, I think it, it's actually in some way or some form Tim Rogers' fault, but whatever. Uh-huh. Oh and God! So, <laughs> let's not let's not mention Tim Rogers. I'm gonna bleep his we name should, out. From we the should episode. get Tim Rogers on this podcast. Oh, I doubt it. And then he'll write an article <laughs> about how we only did it so he could expose the underbelly that is Nintendo World Report. <laughs> anyway, so you can find that article online somewhere if you would like to. I found it pretty easily. Link it. Anyways, Link it in the news post. Uh, perhaps. Not giving and, you, uh, giving Tim the not. satisfaction. Anyway, so uh, Stan and I decided to record our own podcast. And then submit it and see if you know if if you know Mike likes it and then Evan likes it and then if Johnny likes it because of course he was the big man at the time, um, then it would be aired and we thought that would be cool and so we recorded the first ever episode of Nintendo Pirate Radio and the longest running gag is that we never remembered our own name we called it Pirate Radio Nintendo or Pirate Nintendo Radio or whatever that wasn't so much a gag as just <laughs> deliberate uh, in deliberate stupidity. Pretty much yeah it actually it, that actually wasn't a gag, a gag so much as that, as it actually happened every week yeah. But I actually didn't have any recording tools at the time, so I just bought like a cheap seventeen dollar, you know, uh, headset, and uh, he recorded my track into Audacity, and we put it together really quickly and threw it on, and sure enough, everybody liked it, and we put it on, and people had a they had a reaction, which I guess was enough to get us back on <laughs> a couple episodes later with Johnny actually the the first the first three man podcast on yeah. RFN. Yeah, and, I think uh, I was on that one because. Your first episode, you guys were talking about game gaming journal, journalism and public and relations publishers. and stuff like yeah. that. And, and you had no wrong. idea what you were talking about. <laughs> exactly. Because both That's of you had been on the website for like six months. You had no okay, okay. contact How with How about PR. two years? You had no involvement Maybe? in any of that. Two years. Nuh-uh. Two years. <laughs> Dude, I've been on the staff for like two year, two and a half years now. Wow. 
Show me the dates. I want, I want the evidence. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So anyway, everyone, you guys, anyway, everyone, everyone thinks of me as this rookie just because I'm young. Jeez. Just because you're anyway. like 14. <laughs> hey, man, but he's anyway, almost in so college. The point was, you guys were talking, and, and it's a valid topic. I think it was based on a, a topic that was on One Up Yours at the time. They were talking Possibly. about some stuff. And, Maybe. And I was like, you know, I, I think it's a fascinating topic. But you guys had no idea what you were talking about. I mean, it was it was grossly an error. So I had to jump on the next week and, and set you guys straight. Right. And uh, and that's how I kind of that's how I got started on as kind of a semi regular to regular um, person on the podcast. I, the only time before that was when Evan interviewed me for like the <laughs> second episode and. It, and it's not Evan's fault, but it was really terrible. I don't recommend that anybody. No, it's great. To to it. <laughs> I love he that. He called me. I had to go to school, so he called me at like seven in the morning, and we had this phone conversation. Yeah, it was like six and, my time though because of the time difference. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I didn't have Skype at the time, or, or I didn't know how to use it or something. So I mm. think what we did was I had my computer microphone taped to the top of my cell phone close enough that it would pick up the output from the speaker on my cell phone. Oh, I've done this before for phone interviews on the website, believe it or not. It's, that's professionalism. <laughs> and, um, so he called me at, God, the ass crack of dawn, and I was like blubbering, and my brain was fried, and it was really boring. It was I had never talked on a podcast. I mean, I'd done radio trivia before, but that's me talking to myself, basically. Yeah. So this was totally different. We're trying to have a conversation. I'm trying to tell interesting stories. Didn't work out at all. It's really boring, and I'm so ashamed of it now. But it was good practice, I guess. I mean, I feel yeah. like now I actually kind of have like a radio personality and a radio voice, and I can keep it moving, hopefully. And uh, basically what Nintendo Pirate Radio brought to the table for RFN was features. Because as we as we uh, related earlier, Mike and Evan were not one for features or no. two for yeah. features. And uh, so they didn't they didn't like them, but Stan and I we, we really liked editorial content, yeah. and we weren't much for news, so it kind of meshed together. And then there was this period where Mike and Evan disappeared during the yeah. summer, and no one knew where they went. And so Stan and I basically covered their asses for about half. I was time. working. To, uh, I had a lot of. I had just started my new job, so like I was completely I was still getting around. used to. I, I had just graduated college, and I was getting used to my new job, and I was, you know, I had a girlfriend, and I was basically neglecting everything that wasn't my job and my girlfriend. <laughs> I was homeless, so I don't know if you really expected me to be on the podcast when I didn't have a place to sleep, but that's the honest-to-God truth. <laughs> yeah. I, I was sleeping out on the street with my Mac in my hands, and I was holding it, but I had no outlet to plug <laughs> it into, so I couldn't do anything. No, that's an exaggeration. Whatever. Uh, but anyways, no, but then, then, yeah, it was, it was when, Mike, when Mike wasn't around, the, the, you and I alternated taking care of the podcast for the longest time. And then, yeah. uh, and then I disappeared because of my the PR duties I had to start in uh, October, November, um, mid November. And 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 when that happened, we kind of we've it, it, and during the during the history of our we've kind of shifted over to a, a many different groups of regulars, quote unquote. Um, we first we started with you know just Mike and Evan, then it became me and Stan, then Johnny was in, then Wendy became in for a little while. Yeah, he was in there for blood we had Bloodworth, Bloodworth on like on, yeah. four. He was on like four or five, I think. Yeah, yeah. and Bloodworth was two like two always. There was a time when it was. There was a time when it seemed to be just like TYP and Wendy were always doing it to me. Really, TYP's done, done it. Twice. I know. It seems to me like there was this period where like the like the the Los Angeles branch of of Nintendo World Report was the only people <laughs> doing it. Like oh, they did do it. They did a special wheel. <laughs> and they did that special. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those episodes were especially hard to listen to. No, uh, Wendy, <laughs> Wendy and TYP did a special when there was a Wii launch, and it was actually kind of an NPR-style yeah. uh, radio documentary, which was Man really on the street That was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it's a really good episode. Really cool Wendy did it all himself, They too. interviewed George Harrison and, and um, Game... Gameju, yeah. Gameju Game was at the oh, front of the yeah. line. God, oh, if there's ever a sorrowful figure in the world of gaming, it's Game Two. Well, yeah, most most. Have you seen the video of where he sang a played guitar and sang a song to me? Emoji? Yeah, that was the most awkward thing it's I've ever really seen in my dis- entire I life. Watch, like, like, I had to like, you know, like when you watch a horror movie and you kind of well, you know, when some you people preach. watch horror movies and they watch through their eyes. Because it's like so scary yeah. through their fingers. Yeah, like sorry, their eyes. Yes, they <laughs> watch through their fingers, like through their, their, their eyes, their like oh, sort of squinting. Like guys, you have fingers. to consider. That's how I watched this game Jew video. Not because it was scary, but it was so like even though it was you know happening in the past on video in a place that I was not at, it was still so embarrassing to watch that I couldn't do it straight. Well, Game Jew exactly. gets uh, yeah. has a bigger audience than us though. So what does that tell you? His self-effacing. Actually, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Um, I just anyway, think his self-effacing style has... I'm just saying. I hereby declare the war on GameJew. Anyway. So, evolution of Radio Free Nintendo. Um, so yeah, then we, we, have had, we had a bunch of different groups. And somehow, some way, we decided to incorporate what we've been playing because that's a generic podcast topic. And we figured, Everyone hey, what seems to do that. We're a generic podcast. Yeah. So... <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, and I think uh, the other, of course, we added the new segment. The only yeah, other thing that was really great about the podcast was the way there were different camps as far as the intro song. Is that Mike was mm. adamant that we needed to use the Garage Band loop that he had found? Ugh. That was very. Well, I, was, was, I did not want to break any copyrights, and we have copyrights yeah, to those because yeah. you know, I own Garage Band, and some of you guys the own freaking it. So, cat house. So Stan and Carl ended up breaking some copyrights with their first episode, so we had to be very careful to yeah. not do anything. So I finally talked to Johnny about this. I just wanted to make sure we stayed on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I wanted I asked Johnny to do some harmonica. Johnny did some harmonica for a while, and and it wasn't it wasn't as fully voiced as it needed to be. It was it was good harmonica well, we playing. Play, we played it on one episode. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. didn't. No, you're talking about the you wanted the, the jazzy stuff. Yeah, I could probably do better on that now than I could back yeah. then because I've been practicing so, that stuff. But, but yeah, Johnny didn't work. Out Johnny so provided well. as a replacement <laughs> our our main man, uh, which is his name Jason is Ricci. Uh, Slipping Jason Ricci. Yeah. Jason Ricci. J- J- Jason Ricci. JasonRicci.com. Yeah. <laughs> who, who we are now free advertisers for because he has some great music, which probably does break copyright because it is uh, actually music that belongs to somebody that he's playing. No, no, he no we have his permission. To, but, but, we those, have permission. but those songs that he's yeah. playing aren't his. They're they're famous yeah, they are. jazz they, they songs. Are. They are. No, no, seriously. No, they are his. There's okay. Let me well, let me tell you. There, one of the there s- are some covers. Yeah. Yes, there are some That's cover material. Yes. So there's some covers in there that may. I ain't worried about that. I'm not either because who, who can tell? But so there was. He's still improvising yeah. over them. Yeah, there was all this argument about that though, and one time I was just like, "Screw it." I want freaking Caruso. So I had Stan download some opera, oh, some Caruso no. from like 1899 and have him play that for us. Oh, and it was I do remember, bloody fantastic. It was bloody fantastic. It was amazing and everybody hated it because no one has any class. So uh, and then no. and then I recorded the the RFN theme song and we played it for one episode even though people liked it. We only played it for one episode. I, I remember the, the episode that Evan's talking about. It's the one where, because for, for the longest time, Evan didn't have recording materials. 
So I, I don't I don't recall what Mike what you know weird setup Mike had to get him on a, on a recording. But when he when Evan was basically like I don't have anyone to record with. I need to do an episode. So I was like, all right, fine. And uh, <laughs> all right, fine. so I, I basically <laughs> that's how you talk. I'm sorry. Anyway, so uh, so I basically blasted the volume on my MacBook and uh, took out my my uh, headset. And I recorded him straight from my internal speakers, oh my which God. produced the worst audio in the history oh my gosh. of Radio Free Nintendo. But it starts out We've with Caruso. So, yeah. But Caruso. the Caruso, he was like, he was like, he was like, oh, oh let's put in the Caruso. I'm like, Evan, that's stupid. We're not going to do that. And he's like, no, 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 just here, here. I'll, I'll, I'll link you to, to uh, a Wikipedia um, audio clip. And sure enough, we did. Yeah. And uh, I listened to it. And I'm like, this is, this is retarded. I'm not going to put this on. <laughs> I also, uh, <laughs> he's like, well. We ended up giving it to Stan, and then Stan put it in because Stan has no soul. I also remember the episode where, for some reason, I was obsessed with referring to Evan as some sort of Frenchy bastard, and I definitely played uh, the French national anthem in the background as the exit. That's music. actually my favorite one. That is my favorite <laughs> I love one because I think it has everything: Super Paper Mario, Yui Bowl, making fun of the French, everything, all in one. Package. And then I also remember an episode where, if you use the iTunes enhanced feed and you get like all the the art and the links that come with it. There was an episode where I linked yeah. to Evan's MySpace profile because he would not shut the hell up about it. <laughs> uh, and there was another... I've seen Evan's MySpace, and it is a tragedy. I grabbed a okay, picture no. from it for posterity just to make sure, like, he couldn't change it. You know, I had this at least this one picture that was, this is what Evan's MySpace was at the time I took this. Look how retarded he is kind of thing. Yeah, well, and then another time I used a picture of Mike holding up uh, the picture of LOL $600 in front of the actual PS3 mock-up at E3, which he went around and did for 10 minutes. He went around everywhere in front of that, the PS3, I think PS3 you could find. You had to find find a good angle because I kept getting reflection and shit. Yeah, so. I like that picture a lot. Classic photo. Mm. Classic Classic. photo. I thought we were going to get thrown, I, I took some of those pictures. And I really thought we were going to get thrown out. But the we bouncer were... dude didn't care. Like, I He's know. getting paid to yeah. be there. He doesn't care if someone thinks the PlayStation 3 is ridiculously overpriced because he probably agreed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That booth was terrible so, too that is there, is there anything else left to say about this one year of our event? Have we already done our favorite episodes? I think we should I do that. I can't our remember favorite episode my favorite of our episode, event. to tell you the truth. I would, say, I would say Animal Crossing is my MySpace is a really good one. That's um, a good episode. It, that's a really good episode, yeah. and then um, I'd have to look at the titles, but there's uh, the the one that Johnny referenced about the Shadow of the Hedgehog stuff, and then the French stuff. Um, those are both great episodes, and they're in a little cluster. I think it's like right in the teens, between 9 and 15. They're just totally Those were uh, our golden years, I guess you could say. Maybe. Yeah, our golden month. <laughs> so. Well, this is really egotistical, but my favorite may be the one where I talk about Metroid Prime. Oh, because it's dude, like twenty I, minutes of just me talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, funny story. I was I was putting into the Skype chat every five seconds. Johnny, 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 Johnny. We gotta hurry this up, man. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> and but honestly though, that actually is, I think one. I don't know if I'm gonna call it my favorite, but it's definitely top three for me because I, I say this a lot, but I really do think three is the sweet spot for having people in the podcast. Sorry, Evan, but you know. <laughs> You're the odd man out here. Yeah, well, I really can't out, pick an episode because honestly, like I pretty much record these things and then instantly forget them. Like there's not enough space in my brain for it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, for this episode, for for the episode I'm talking about, though, I mean, it was just me and Johnny, and I think we were just like the banter was really good and really quick. It was. There were never any parts where it slowed down. That's recent. And, like, Is that a recent just, episode? Because I don't stuff. remember it. 
Yeah, this is from this is from like a to month me, ago. To me, Radio Free it's, Nintendo kind of really it. really went downhill as soon as I left, so I stopped listening to it. <laughs> we had actually, honest to God, although there was a period that's, that's right a after you stopped posting where I was like, "No, I'm not kidding though." Where it was kind of like, mm, "This needs to get better." Yeah, we had growing pains, but, and, but it did. It, but it did though, and it has. Yeah, well, every time there's that, a change, honestly, up, yeah, we've we we have been holding yeah. ourselves back by having people drop in and out because every time someone leaves, then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, "Oh crap." And now we have to start over all yeah. over again. And so I had yeah. to reset policy when Mike left. That's why I reset the songs. I started adding show notes. Carl can claim that he started that, but I did. And then uh, I started doing actually good show notes. Okay, you're show notes right. Were, like, you're right. I'll scratch. give you that. I'll give the you funny that. thing you is that when everyone else says show notes, they mean something they post on the website so the viewers can follow along. We don't do that. We don't do that. We could. We, no. we post it for us. Oh, guys. See, Evan's show notes were like, uh, Excite Truck. Talk about it. <laughs> Excite Truck is but damn awesome. Can we, can we take a... I'll talk <laughs> about Excite Truck right now. Guys, can we take a minute to stop? And, and I want to... Johnny had his chance to be egotistical. I have to say that actually my favorite stuff that I've ever written for Nintendo World Report, bar none, has been the first maybe 25 news posts of the podcast because I started uh, what I have always done when I start something like that is I always have a section where I say something every time and I, I just go in and change it. So I set a format on my first one and I just change it with the second, the third, and I keep that format. So up until it was, the podcast was out of my hands, I kept that format and it just got to the point where it was totally, it reminded me of the newsletters really. Cause I was just the old newsletters. That, That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. We still yeah. try it keeping it. Yeah. reminded me of the informant. Yeah. Newsletter Johnny and I used to make these crazy newsletters that made no sense. And by the end of the, my, news posts they stopped making coherent sense to anybody who hadn't read any of my previous ones so it got to be yeah. I, I say go back format read those but huh? well yeah that I mean, format is still I, there I, but it's definitely I think it was a lot better yeah. when you were writing it Evan because you know you knew exactly what you were doing but right now it's like you know one liner you know, zing, like one sort of one-liner zinger and then uh, the image and then a sort of joke well, paragraph I and did, then here's the thing. content paragraph I did one entire news post where the I deliberately inserted one time entirely Star Fox quotes, and then the next time entirely quotes from Henry V. <laughs> oh my! Seriously, God. Hey, hey Evan, you should write the notes for this episode, but do it in the in the character of Sven. <laughs> uh, Sven's been dead for so long. I don't think I can come back. No, I, mean, we'll I, would, I would enjoy. It, it's just like in the comic books. No I would enjoy you to write the uh, the notes for this episode. Yeah, call me when you're posting it. Basically, I'll do it. Basically, when I took over writing the news post from Evan, like I kind of incorporated a similar style where you have the one-liner, the gag paragraph, and then the series paragraph. Yeah, yeah, that's and, pretty close. The thing to what was, I did. it kind of went downhill. Kind of, it kind of went downhill when I when it got to the point where we needed we needed the like it out right away. I didn't have time to think of anything uh -huh. witty, and I just thought, what is the most egotistical thing I can say? And then I would just say it. And at one point, it stopped making sense. Like, it's like one time I was in a desert and a unicorn saw me. Then it died of being awesome. And like, it just... <laughs> well, that's, that's what happens though, is that you're, you're, you're always in crunch when you're making a podcast as you're trying to put it all together and it takes hours and hours and hours to edit. But once you're done editing, you have this ridiculous have like Wednesday a, deadline. You have a... a yeah. You have after four hours of editing, you have another hour and a half worth of work that is all five different things you have to do in an hour and a half. So what, when it came down yeah, to the news so post, it was the very last bit and so i was i was 2 a.m 3 a.m i was out of steam i was trying to get it up there and so i oh, had yeah. no sensor and one time i just i just totally dissed on it was just carl and stan i wasn't even in the podcast and i said oh, don't listen to this hurt. podcast this one sucks i said that over and over and i wasn't <laughs> yeah. serious i wasn't even 
being serious about it, but Carl and Stan got really upset at me. But that's just what I thought it was funny, and I ended up crushing someone's soul. So, and that's what started the the I hate Evan Birchfield fad. <laughs> And so it's continued to various. It's crossed over to other podcasts. That's how bad it is from the God's favorite podcast. Yeah, Evan, you remember being on that Cos- podcast? Yeah, that was a great. Podcast. You gotta come back on. Yeah, I'll come back. You know, on. guys, I want to. Yeah, I want to take a again. moment to apologize because I think I'm the reason we have this ridiculous crunch time. Because somewhere in my head, I thought Wednesday would be a good day to release a podcast. Yeah, and I said Wednesday. Wednesday. That's what it's all about, Friday. kids. Wednesday it on Sunday night. Friday. No, 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 dude, dude. There's no way because Friday is one of yours day, man. We'd have no, no, no. no that's not nobody listens to that anymore since Luke. Ouch. But I mean, like, ouch. So now we can record on Sunday night. We record on Sunday night, and you know, a lot of us work or go to school. And if we just, yeah. if I, if we redid this damn thing and gave us the weekend to edit, it would be so uh-huh. much better. Well, okay. Well, I think as as far as making it, I think I've edited the most podcasts. You may no, have. I probably have. I think Stan. You has. may have. <laughs> But I think the, the the process is, I during Sunday afternoon I go out and I find all the news stories and all that good stuff and I write up the show notes or the personal show notes, not the stuff that you see on the site, but the stuff that we share. The script that, you, know, you could almost call it, but not really. The script, yeah, the script, right, right. It just basically has a list of topics and like little explanations under each one. And um, then I sometimes have a feature in mind, but usually I don't. Even sometimes when I do, the people are like. Like the other people who are recording are like that sucks. And the feature up, you know. usually I think of the feature. Five the feature is always start. crunch. I, yeah. I hate the feature. Yeah. Almost oh every yeah. Week yeah. And I'm like, the no. The feature is always like, uh huh. This is dumb. Hey. That's why we. That's why you got Dream Game Podcast Edition. A couple and weeks there was ago, a time when you got um nothing but listener mail. I remember that it was like just oh barely yeah, yeah. Slid it's a, news the, episode, and the episode was called the episode was called Podcast Killed the Mailbag Star. <laughs> that is one of my favorite yeah, episodes hey, ever of real. Johnny, do you remember, people hated do you remember it. our, our um, four-way conversation with Chris Kohler and Billy Berghammer the very first time we did that? Yeah. That was Oh, that's one of my favorites too. I love that one. one. Yeah, that's when we got that's when the Wheeze came. That's when yeah, you guys had your everybody had their Wheeze except three me. of you except Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was yeah, a week what, before it came out. Yeah. So yeah, that was a good Chris one. And I like that. And I, one. I all had ours. And I hoped it yeah, would pull, yeah. pull in a huge audience and I think it did to a certain degree and Chris Kohler has it helped did. led that's, a, a professionalism to us. That was the most popular episode. That was the most popular episode of our family. You know, whenever Chris posts like an audio link on his blog, like the the subscriptions go up and the number of people yeah. listening goes up like ridiculously. Yeah. Hint, so hint, Chris Kohler. Chris Kohler is the <laughs> Hint, hint, Chris Kohler. Chris Kohler is the best man Start on the planet. I hope he hears this so he can know <laughs> how much I love him. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't listen to the podcast that he's on. <laughs> I miss I miss Chris. <laughs> I met Chris at E3, and it was like, oh, it's kind of like this pretty amazing guy just right there in our hotel room hanging out with us. It was fun. The only thing amazing yeah. about Chris is yeah. that, like, you know, he he's big in the industry, and he's also just really cool and down to earth and not a douchebag. Yeah, and he's a lot like us, and he's and he's just done it really, really well. He's just a freelancer with a college degree, and that's all it is. And he's he's managed to be a part of gaming history. So without being yeah, Tim Rogers. Guy. Yeah. Oh. I want to oh, have his baby. Mm. Bill Braskin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think yeah, that's it, guys. I think that's, I think that's the end. Time. Yeah. Pretty much. So on before the podcast, we go, I, I, everything. It's just everything. It's. But before we go, before we go, Evan, I want to go around the room and say, what do you want to see within the next year from RFN? Short. Don't make it long. Just make it real short. So, Evan, what do you want from RFN within the next A year? comedy. I think if we tried to actually, if we, uh, we could actually get, get some laughs out of all this instead of uh, being really pathetic. 
How's that? Nice. No? Okay, Mike. How about <laughs> like us, uh, I would like us to stick to topics better and make it sound like we're not reading from the script. That really bothers me. Like, it drives me nuts when I hear it and we sound like we're reading off the paper or something like that. It drives me insane. One time more I did that and Johnny ironically, reamed me. Ironically, I would like more Oh, yeah, because you read off, like... That like paragraph that you had written about Zelda—that was the dumbest thing ever, dude. It, that, it was that so sucked. pretentious. It was, <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, it was God, a joke, was so bad. and you guys thought I was being serious. Yeah. No, it was a, it was a bad joke though. It wasn't funny. Okay. It was funny that you did it in a serious way. Comedy is hard. Uh, no, we left part. it in, didn't we? Yeah, we left it in. I left it in because it was my choice, and because you in. guys let, made it fun of in. it so much, it made it funny. So comedy's hard. That's I all guess. I have to say. We, had, we actually have an hard. episode called Comedy is Hard. Yeah. It was the episode where Evan and I... <laughs> <laughs> Evan and I did an episode where we tried to be funny and it was just ridiculously ho- like poorly received. Yeah, so no, it was Johnny, the worst. And the, epi- name, and the name of the episode is Comedy is Hard. So, Johnny, what do you want to see from our fan within the next year? I, I want to hear more Evan Birchfield. <laughs> Let me, Aww, let me interrupt so again. Strange. That's my other thing is I sometimes I we get we get off topic and stray. And when I say things like when I try and push the subject when I know Carl should be doing it instead, but I'm just like fuck it, he's not doing it. I'm just gonna do it. I wish we need to stay no, on no, subject. Here's what I want to see less. Of. Here's what I want to see less of. Mike rubbing in on my hosting. That's what I want. That's what, that's what I want to see less of. Oh man, this, is, this has happened like three times in the last like two shows. I'm calling you out, dude. Where I'm talking and I'm and I'm spitting rhymes. All right. <laughs> and, <laughs> And you are just, you go right in and you ruin it, the whole the whole thing. Wow. When I was talking about Elite Beat Agents, I was spitting hot fire and you just completely ruined it. Have you guys ever actually met? Because you both live in, in hell, Florida. No, but, so. yeah. but Carl is going to school at my alma mater and also my current employer in the fall. So you guys, so I will see you guys him should get soon. together for coffee or something. And then put it on the we're podcast. Get together for podcasts. Yes. But make a, no, we're going to do a we podcast. We're going to do a podcast from Starbucks. I'm not kidding. Do it from Starbucks. We will we will be podcasting okay, together, and hopefully that will improve things because I always feel like it's better when you can see the person's face. Oh, for sure. Sure. I was. That's how it is in all things so in life. So, Carl, what do you want? <laughs> what do I want out of the podcast in the next year? I want more interviews. And I I've see, been pushing. I knew this. you would say that, and that's why I went with Evan. And like that's like I've been pushing for interviews for the longest time. We've had two or three interviews over the course of the uh, the show. If you want to count the interview with Johnny as an actual interview. <laughs> no, it's a great interview. <laughs> but, Don't let him talk it down. It's amazing. My, anyway, so we, we've we've interviewed Ken Chan of Acclaim, and I think that's actually one of my favorite episodes of the podcast, too, Game Marketing that's 101. One. Check out that episode. It's really, really good. And uh, I've known Ken Chan for a long time. He's a brand manager over at Acclaim, or at least he was at the time. And um, it, was, it's a, it was a really cool interview. He had a lot of things to say about game marketing, and it's a good one to check out. Um, we've also done Keishi Yano, which is awesome because um, Yano was nice enough to give us a bump that I used a couple weeks ago, and we should probably be using it again because it's, it's a good one. Yano's cool, dude. And yeah, I want to get more. I want to get more interviews. I actually talked to Mike earlier this week. I'm not gonna say what the interview was about, but I had a couple ideas for uh, show show interviews. Man, you better talk to me again because I do not remember do- that. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> professionalism for the win. Yeah. And uh, well, this isn't a very professional episode, but. Um, during the summer, you know, it's a it's a notoriously slow period, so I'm gonna try to get stuff done. I'm gonna try to make it better for you guys because there's not gonna be much news, so it's gonna be a lot of features. Should be fun. Check it out. More good stuff. More interviews. RFN. One year. Woods. Peace. Yeah. One year. Break one out year. the booze. Okay, guys. Uh, now I'm gonna I'm now I'm gonna head over to the shill part of the podcast where I shill stuff. 
Uh, first up, you can subscribe to the iTunes feed at iTunes, of course. Uh, just go ahead and search Radio Free Nintendo, hit subscribe, leave a review if you so uh, wish, I guess. For every review you write, we get $5. <laughs> yeah, that is so not true, It's I true. Wish. So support the podcast. Help us keep it going. Help us pay <laughs> and, uh, and you'll totally, you'll totally like to review us because then you'll be on iTunes and then people will see what you write and then you'll be famous. On the internet. Yeah. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> There's a little disclaimer. <laughs> also, remember that you can dig the podcast at dig.com slash podcast slash radio underscore free underscore Nintendo underscore MP3. You have to be a dig member. Oh, and I will on. throw up Nobody's a link. Gonna you also have to be a dig member. I will throw Just click the link in the article. Carl? Yeah, I'll throw it up in the article. Carl, yeah. do you want to show my blog? You can tell everybody where I've no. been. No. Okay. No, I Nobody really don't. Cares. Yes. Hey, guys, no look at my blog. Hey, guys. Anything. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so, and then last up, if you want to send us lister mail, it's rfn at nintendoworldreport.com. And remember, you still have one more week to send in your five minutes of fame on rfn. News, uh, reviews, articles of editorial or feature nature. Send it in. you got one more week. Send in the good stuff. I needs it. So, see you next week. From everyone here at Radio Free Nintendo, we wish ourselves a happy birthday. And we wish you a happy day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.